0: You're listening to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine.
1: Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy dude. You got to see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet This is
2: what the show's about, Nick We we ever finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends <laughs> What are the
1: topics, Mike? What are the topics? This <laughs> whole day, can suck a thousand fucking dicks Yeah, boy! Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine From Muscatine to the Silver Screen Wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods Here's Mike
3: I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out, Rick Gonzalez. Shout out, Bad Planet. Shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Loken (sighs) Soul. Thank you to everybody who bought my album. We went to number one on the comedy charts on iTunes. Fuck yes. That felt awesome. So thank you. Thank you to all the people who reached out to me about it, to tell me you liked it. Thank you to everybody telling people about it. Telling people is cool, too. That was a fun few days. Thank you. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you stumbled in for some reason, I put out an album. It is available on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Tidal, Deezer, ASTRecords.com. It is called Hustle. It is my second album. I had the number one album. I also have the world's greatest panel, and I think this is the last panel of 2022 I have some other stuff lined up, but this is the final panel of the year, and it's a good one. Chanel Ali is back from MTV, Comedy Central, lots of things. Chanel's fucking hilarious. I love when she does this show, and I know whenever she's on, it's going to be good. Christy Bonna is here, first time comedian, voice actor, former attorney. She recently did my show at The Fable and blew everybody away. I asked how long she'd been doing it, and I think it was less than two years. Way too good excited to have her. Nate Craig is back from Maniac and from F is for Family on Netflix. I think his new special is coming out soon. I, I will let him make an announcement, but I think it's soon. Check his dates to see if he's coming to a city near you. I know I have listeners in Des Moines. He's coming to Des Moines. Wherever he goes, just know it's about to get damp. Tyler Higley is back. He was a writer for Conan. He was a new face at the Just for Laughs festival in Montreal this year. He was also my favorite new to me comedian I saw in 2022. Sammy Sicker is here, first time. She's been killing it in LA. If you go on her Instagram, which is Ola Sam Sam H O L A Sam Sam, she has a video where she's just talking about how she looks good in mustard. It's a pinned clip. That shit killed me. She has great jokes, but she's just one of those people who can kill just by talking. This group was amazing. Please click follow. And without further ado, here are Chanel, Christy, Nate, Skylar, and Sammy. Whenever
4: I put this in my calendar, it automatically comes up as the first thing I put it, like the first time I did it, and it's called Mike B Podcast Thingy. And, it's, you know, I know exactly what we got to do. Every time I see that, I'm like, word. Mike podcast B
3: podcast right. thingy.
4: I know exactly the vibe <laughs> on that Monday. Mike,
5: get on that trademark.
3: Mike B podcast <laughs> thingy. I'll see if it's taken some other time. Nate says, fuck, give me five. So that's uh, where the, du- the dudes, that's what the dudes are doing. They're saying stuff like, give me five. minutes." The ladies are on time. The ladies are on time, everybody. Uh, Girl's <laughs> Barely. Welcome to Girl Talk with me, a person who should host that show. Uh,
5: <laughs> he has some opinions about Roe v. Wade. Let's go. Listen.
3: Oh, here comes Skyler. <laughs> Finally, some testosterone in here. Come on. I want to ask people their favorite movies and TV shows that they saw. This is how I get. This is how I get uh, TV shows and movies that I that I can watch when no one's doing anything in LA. From basically thanksgiving to right after new year's is when la shuts down like there's no auditions except for like a few commercials uh but what were your favorite tv shows and movies further and say hi to skylar before we start hi skylar
0: hi, hi skylar, skylar. <laughs> hey.
3: what were your what did you like what, what were your favorite movies this year i i'll go i've been telling everybody i watched everything everywhere all at once that was like a really that's good one. one that's your number one and then i watched this yeah. hollywood movie i said i said bollywood And I got more messages than you would think correcting me.
0: Hollywood
3: movie called RRR. That was like really good. I've not seen a lot of... Oh, Nate needs the link. So just tell me what your favorites are while I I hook Nate up with the link.
6: Everything, everywhere, all at once and Maverick. Top Gun Maverick.
4: Top Gun Maverick is fun. I liked everything, everywhere, all at once, but... Even while I was there, I kept calling it All the Things Every Time. Everybody. <laughs>
3: That's what you call my podcast, too. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you know, like whatever devices we have to use. Uh, it was really good. I also saw this other movie that I can't remember the name of because I was super stoned that day, but it was like with BJ Novak, and I think he kills a guy. Oh, vengeance? Yeah. Someone wanted scary. to see that. It was a thriller. Nice. Also, I just watched this thing on Netflix called The Kidnappers or something. Oh, The Prisoners. Yeah. And that was really suspenseful. I was like, I stayed up late trying to figure out that white white, and white is that was Jake
6: Gyllenhaal? Yes. That, that's an old movie. Oh, it is? Yeah, that came out like it's in 2017. i Netflix this week. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw White Noise a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah? I had no expectations. I didn't know it was based off a novel and... It was it was pretty good, especially when you didn't know, and it was ten dollars. So I was like, I now it's on Netflix. So. I had
3: to read that in college, but I don't remember anything about it because college was a while ago for me.
2: Yeah, same.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who hasn't gone? Uh, Skyler, would you say that was good?
2: Well, mine was gonna be everything, everywhere at once as well. Yeah, uh, I think everybody was impressed with that movie except for people who really wanted to be different.
3: Um, <laughs> I do know, I do like those people. I will the say, contrarians. Yeah, I do like con- a contrarian every now and then. Yeah,
2: every once in a while it's fine. Oh, you know what I watched recently that I was really surprisingly impressed by was Andor. I don't know if you're a Star Wars guy or anything like that, but it kind of works if you're not too.
3: So I watched the pilot because it's got hyped up to me. There's no Jedi's or like magic or doodads in it like that, but yeah, none of that stuff the pilot is kind of
2: boring uh yeah the first two episodes are i'm gonna say admittedly kind of boring i also hate when it's like a show that you are like everybody's like it's great but you have to get through like however much of whatever yeah um, and so i'll i agree with that that said like after episode three and everything you're just like you know what this is great and like tony gilroy i think is the guy's name who wrote like michael clayton and all that stuff and it's really is a political thriller and you'll be halfway through the season following like this senator character and you're like wait when did I start caring about this person but you do I like it All and right. I appreciate that it's not just like some other Star Wars thing that's like isn't this Star Wars like look at obi-wan <laughs> Kenobi's around and he's like talking to another person that you recognize and it's like sucks it's like actually good writing which is what I
3: appreciate I have a about. joke where I I had a joke where I make fun of Obi-Wan Kenobi and more people come up to me and they're like, um, actually with that, I I think Skyler, you may have said something to me in Chicago about that. People fucking hated that joke when I did it in Chicago. Like the joke, the joke works. Like, I don't know. Like I made fun of the fact that he goes as Ben Kenobi as his disguise. That's the the entire joke. Like how dumb of a disguise that is. But I guess it gets addressed in the series or something. Kenobi. He Obi Wan Kenobi goes into in, disguise as Ben Kenobi. I think that that shouldn't have worked.
5: Yeah, yeah. it's like James Bond going undercover as Jerry Bond.
3: I was <laughs> Jerry Bond sounds funny. Call
5: me Jerry. They'll never know. Sorry.
3: I I was saying it was a uh, Ben Bin Laden is what uh, is what. <laughs> <laughs> is how they would have stopped? Hey Nate Craig. Hey guys, sorry I'm late. It's okay. You guys are Nate. Hey. Nate's, in pa- Nate's in Paris. He's a nice Parisian man.
1: I found a, a great deal on an apartment over here. Nice, mm.
5: great what, view.
3: What was your favorite movie you saw in twenty twenty
1: two, Nate Craig? Damn, um, man, I'm watching uh, one right now on Netflix called The Stranger that I really like.
6: Is that based on Albert Camus' book, or is it just it's where you sit ugly? on your
1: hand and then masturbate? Is he? Uh, is is Albert Camus? Is he Australian?
6: No, it's... he he's like, like actually like Algerian. I just discovered him, so it looks like Albert Camus, but don't worry about it. Yeah, he's like a French guy.
1: What Sorry, you... Mike, I'm blanking on I'm blanking on movies. I don't know if I went to a theater this year at all. So did you see Nope? I did not. Oh
2: no, that's mine. That's... Yeah, Nope was Nope was stressful. I
4: mean, I think about it now all the time, like when I see clouds, and that's you know that. That's how you, you know something had an effect on you.
3: What if you see Lisa Traeger and you're like, "Look out for that horse, Lisa," because she gets kicked by a horse in the face in the first five minutes of the movie. Lisa, oh, Lisa.
0: Traeger? Yeah. Uh-huh. What?
3: Well, my mind is blown. She's the makeup girl for when he brings in the when he's b- brings in the horse and he's socially awkward and then the horse gets <laughs> spooked by the mirror. Maybe you weren't there yet. Maybe. you you're no, popcorn. I saw that.
4: I saw that part, but I have this thing about animals where I, I don't take my eyes off them. So that whole scene, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, is anybody watching this horse? Is anybody watching this horse?" And then boom, so it, it was
3: it very Did cool. anybody not it's go because I was? Horse I was actor. Go ahead. What? It's a good horse actor. He's a good, good. It's very horse. calculating. By the she way, since, since Nate's here, I did a show with Nate on Friday, and uh, Nate got heckled, and a guy, he, Nate was just ended up talking to the guy. And he goes, are we going to do like a David Letterman, Paul Schaefer thing the whole show? And the guy said back to him, who's that? It oh, blew God. my fucking mind that Nate automatically won just with that alone.
1: But well, I was skeptical. I thought he was just, you know, how some hecklers, um, forgive me, some hecklers just can't stop fucking with the show. Even if it's been established that they're counterproductive. And so I thought he was lying about that so as not to give any ground at all. Okay. But at, but recently I've
3: done a show where someone in the audience didn't know the band Pearl Jam. And I've done a yes. show recently where somebody didn't know the reference. Danny, the host of my Wednesday show, said, do you know when Steve Urkel uh, becomes Stefan or Kel, And like the whole crowd goes, what is any of that? <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's oh, you can feel what?
6: the Gen Z starting to have uh, consumer control and the, oh, the shit.
3: So that's what I was gonna ask. Well, actually, have you had a reference that is just like you're like, no, come on, Pearl Jam? Come on, Letterman? Come on, Steve Urkel. Like, have you had anything that you're just His like? Buzzfeed
6: hasn't done an article about it yet, and that's why
2: they don't know. You know how Gen Z loves reading Buzzfeed.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say, does Buzzfeed still exist? I don't know. Does Gen Z want to know if they're a Miranda? Is that is that a thing that's happening? <laughs> they actually really love Sex and the City, the original. Have you guys ever have you guys uh maybe this is just for like old people like me and Nate, but do you have you guys made references that, that you're like, I cannot believe that you guys don't understand what I'm saying? Like I I'm twenty seven.
4: I, I feel like I'm always referencing mommy dearest and people are like, That sounds really inappropriate. Whatever child abuse joke you're trying to make right now, they're always like I'm always like, Oh what? no wire hangers They're like, What the fuck? Why why do you have a weapon?
2: i did a show where it was at this like college um and uh they had this q a afterwards that was like and one of the questions was uh how did you get into comedy and i jokingly was like uh george carlin is my dad And, uh, (laughs) and nobody laughed and uh The other comedians who were also like doing the Q&A, they're like, oh, they don't know who George Carlin is. They don't know that you're joking. And so I just went like, uh, Kevin Hart is my dad. And then
3: they got it.
5: It I have a joke about 12 Angry Men, but that's on me. (laughs) I mean, that's that's a play.
3: That's a play that exists, right? Like, it's it's a movie. Well, I've seen the the movie's great. uh, Peter Fonda. It was based on a play. Yeah.
5: Yeah. There's two movies of it, I think. You, I don't know. I just think that everything becomes more to the, yeah, no. I've I've always had the problem of not being understood uh, since I was a pretentious 15-year-old, just being like, you know, what would Zizek say?
6: I mean, I hate myself. Sammy
3: tried a Camus thing earlier, and that was lost on Well, all of us. that was
6: just, a I guess, a high school thing. But no, I, that was I'm just starting to discover who he is. But yeah. Uh, no, but I did do a Three's Company joke and had to, I had to explain what Three's Company was because I brought up Suzanne Somers, which was a whole thing. But it was like kind of the thigh master. The you,
3: you kids know that the
1: thigh master is right.
6: Yeah, I like it. Well, I, I like I that. that. Step by step.
1: What would you say? Wait, what's his first name? Come, Albert Camus? Yeah. Albert Camus, yeah.
6: I'm going to throw Albert that at TV anyone.
1: Anytime TV. they 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 recommend anything to me. Oh, oh, is that? Oh, that's Albert Camus's uh, <laughs> yeah. restaurant.
6: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had to look it up like on Google how to pronounce his name. Cause I'm like, this is, he's from the 1940s and fifties. Like, and, and I had to be like, have the French translation for him. Like, all right. just make Do you remember man? that scene in the movie Friday where Chris
4: Tucker's mom is like, here, take some money, go to the store. And he's like, "What? this ain't enough. And she's like, make it enough. <laughs> i do that all the time in situations where someone is asking me for a certain amount of money and they never like it they're never down like if we're splitting a bill at a restaurant and they're like oh it's chanel it's actually 28 i'm like make it enough they're
6: like what is that That means wow. don't ask a favor again yeah.
1: <laughs> try that with my bookie <laughs> <laughs> So Here's yeah my
3: thumbs make Dave- it enough David Angelo writes for the the um the Daily Show. He's like the Republican on the Daily Show, but I started with him uh in Chicago and he's like if you can me- if you can do the joke without a reference, you should always do it because as soon as they don't get the reference, the joke fucking sucks. Like but when I started it was like so alt that whoever had like the best reference was the king of the comedy show. Like but that's also gone. So I don't I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how Like, are we going to all have, like, there's no water cooler show. So are we going to all have like a consistent set of references that you can just be like, remember Friday and people will be like, yes, I do. Or, or a
1: TV show. Those
6: movies are already like 30 years old too. Right. Here's a
1: good, here's a good question. What's more forgivable, um, youth not getting a reference or the elderly not getting a reference? Youth. Youth.
6: Yeah, youth. We're not patient with old people.
3: I feel like I I call more audibles with with if I see like old people in the crowd.
1: Yeah, I shouldn't say elderly. I'll just say young people and old people because elderly is uh, instantly is sympathetic.
5: Yeah. What if they got the reference but forgot that they knew it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great. It's a great point. That falls under the category of old people. Right. How do old people miss a reference? That is definitely one of the scenarios. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like once you, if you get to, if you make it to like sixty or seventy, you earn the right to not get someone's reference humor. Yeah, I'll, I'll
3: go with that. But like, ahead. do you
6: think like the Gen Xers had the same difficulty of measuring what the problem, like the generation gap, was with you know millennials? I,
3: I am mean, in, G- I am in Gen
1: <laughs> X, so yes okay i think that i think that you know when when you're growing up you, you, you care more about what you don't know your curiosity your competitiveness or whatever the reasons are that you want to be you know like you like oh is that albert camus <laughs> like no like, like a, it's like it's a it's a push and pull right and and um so there's like even if even if like uh, like a 20 year old doesn't get a reference then they anticipate that they should and, and whereas like a 70 year old is just like, I should get that reference, but I'm not going to play along because I'm tired and I, my needs, I have d-
6: enough information. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. I want to change the subject. Okay.
3: So I'm seeing more headlines that are like, is this the end of social media? Because everyone hates Elon Musk. Um, you know, and, TikTok. T- and t- people are saying, is this like the end of social media I wanted your opinion because, like, we I, we haven't seen an era th- that I, I feel like we can even comprehend of what it would be like without it. But do you think that this is like – is it possible that people could be like, you know what? Fuck this and this could all go away.
2: No. Or, no. No. That's silly. Come on. You know how much money they're spending on making sure we're on it all the time? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. There's no the fucking – computer, account.
6: the phone is the most powerful tool that we have and we have access to everything at any moment without having to do any exerting any energy
3: have you heard of luddite teens there's been two <laughs> articles in the new york times about this group of kids that they're like i'm sure there's like 15 of them in the country but they're trying to push yeah. this on me like <laughs> it's a
1: war in ukraine let's say so the phone squad yeah that i love those kids but yeah i bet there is like two dozen it's like I a mean, kid
4: like long form videos of Mark Zuckerberg, and he represents a lot of things that I hate. You know, like sweaty, has no confidence, sweats too much,
1: right, so so hair. sweaty, super <laughs>
4: moist, super moist all the time. He just <laughs> quantify, he checks every box for everything I don't like, especially in a man damp, sure. dampness. However, however, Sweaty Hand Man made a good app. And what are we gonna do? At the end of the day, we can't just not use anything that's made by a Zucker or a Elon. I think we should stop naming babies Elon. Hey, we could all play a part in that.
5: <laughs> I did deactivate my Twitter, but I wasn't using it that much. Yeah, so. but I'm still on Instagram, and so I'm still beholden to, you know, Zuckerberg Sch- and Skylar inability to apply sunscreen properly you know? <laughs> oh yes and lately
4: his butt has been getting big I'm telling you I hate watch this man
3: but <laughs> well, whose butt's getting big
4: Zuckerberg
1: I've he never seen Zuckerberg. I haven't been
5: checking out that fat he's doing, ass
4: he's I gotta doing see. he's surfing I guess that does something for the hips I don't know
1: he's
3: got a thick dumper so like yeah. <laughs> have you seen Bezos shirtless it will fucking disturb you he is fucking yoked
2: it made me yeah. sad I had to go to therapy about it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I yeah. don't know. It's giving
4: it's giving gym teacher to me. I don't like it.
0: Bezos well, do is is what he looked
4: like
6: when he was young and developing things. Like he I don't didn't know. Really that. Well at all. His hair was all wispy and he was gross. He's living his best life as like, you know what? I did raise my family. I'm all done. I made a billion dollars. Let me be with my like hoochie mama. Who's clearly loves me for my personality. I mean, he's he's being a billionaire. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah, he really is, and he's sold enough books to kind of earn a little leeway. But I'm assuming he's going to start giving trillions of dollars away. That's for what Jack, he says. It's
6: not for the humanity. <laughs> no.
3: So, okay, but the metaverse that feels like
1: bullshit, right? Like that's like, oh, this
6: that is like. I just, I, I'm still on Facebook for like job hunting.
1: You got to so. really, you got to really like being inside, <laughs> which I do, which I do. But I mean,
2: I think it's just not cheap enough. As soon as it gets like accessible and uh, they get kids on it, then we'll, then we'll be in it, but it's not cheap enough. And you have to put a whole thing on. And uh, you also can't be in the metaverse and, like, do other shit. Like, you got to be able to... You
3: can't multitask in the metaverse? Yeah.
2: It's gotta be the <laughs> you world. can't
6: drive anywhere. <laughs> yeah. it, it... Wait, is it, like, a second world type of thing, right? Weren't there, weren't there some, like, the story, like, some people were raping people in it?
3: Well, I oh, would... I don't know, but I did do
6: a, com- a couple comedy shows in the
4: metaverse, so I got in that ass.
3: Wait, Wait you did comedy shows in the metaverse?
4: Yeah, I did a couple and one of them I had to like pre-record, like literally right here in my room in Queens by myself. I had to pre-record 20 minutes of me just joking to silence.
3: Oh, and I spent
4: like the first six minutes just roasting the people that were gonna watch this. I was like, You guys can be fucking bitches, but no, here you are, devices charged, ready to go. Watch me talk
2: in the metaverse, they cannot be fucking bitches. I guarantee that's (laughs) not if that's what they're doing, they don't have the other alternative. It's a lot of yeah, incels. I,
4: think, I, think I just wanted to remind
5: them.
3: He <laughs> <laughs> wanted to. He wanted to make sure. That well, you
5: on the second thought, though, like if you're gonna be doing crimes, like I'd rather you be doing them in the metaverse. Sure. Bring a gun. Bring an AR-15 to sure. the metaverse. Sure. Save your leave, crimes leave for
3: the metaverse.
5: Yeah. I want that T-shirt. Save your crimes for the metaverse. Yeah.
0: Hell yeah.
3: Wait if you could do if you could do a set without leaving your room in Queens though wouldn't you? I mean or do do you want to take a train take a take an Uber? Oh, no, I
4: don't want to take a train.
3: All that right,
1: is... we went through this.
3: We know. went through this for All a the year event. and a half. No, they make it good. They make it like James Cameron gets involved and it's like really good.
1: <laughs> no. 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 All right. I don't I... I don't want to do any show. I don't care if somebody brings an assault rifle and shoots everybody in the audience.
4: I did a terrible show show online where this, like the the camera kept changing to whoever made a noise. And at one point it changed to this lady who just so happened to be opening a book at the exact same time. And that type of pain for me (laughs) was just not worth it.
6: It just wasn't worth that gut punch for her to sit there and read a book during my dreams. <laughs> I I hope I never have to be in a second world. Like I'd rather just in this <laughs> three-dimensional one I actually exist in.
3: I think that it I will a
6: lot. This I, is plenty.
3: I don't think that I'm going to do it. I how about Neuralink. So we spent 2 years having like our uncles and everybody be like they're not putting microchips in my body and then a lot of these same people are like, yeah, Elon Musk should fucking lobotomize me or whatever this thing is. Like do you think that this is going to happen? <laughs>
1: No, they're not until they stop killing monkeys. Yeah, Those things are just like they're putting them in monkeys, and they're die, they're all dying.
3: There's no like super smart monkey that's no. happening.
1: No. I don't think
2: they're. I don't think they're dying because they're not smart enough. I think they're dying because they have a
1: fucking thing in their brain. Yeah, no, it's definitely. It's, it's not. Oh, no. you
2: do populate fast enough. It's gonna explode. It's like no, it's just they, it, they lodged a fucking chip between your amygdala. and your <laughs> No,
1: human. it's not because they get stupid. We put a chip <laughs> in them, and now they do not know how to eat anymore.
3: <laughs> it made the monkeys dumb. <laughs> anyway, so. I, Who's doing this? Is anybody going to do this once they figure this, once they say that this is market ready? No. 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 Well, I okay, like how dumb good. I am,
1: and I'm pretty excited to die when it's my time. Okay. All that's, this shit's dumb.
4: I also recently watched a pretty heartbreaking documentary about this family that froze their, like, I don't know, four-year-old toddler because she had some un- incurable disease. And they're like, well, we'll bring her back years from now and the technology will be good. And then, you know, and then they'll have a cure. And then they do some more research and they find this guy who's already kind of done that. And he's like, yeah, like, yeah, we can bring her back. But, like, she's not going to have her soul. Wow. Yeah. did
5: they here's not see Encino Man
1: here's a reference you guys won't get Like <laughs> yeah, Ted I was
5: Williams. called Encino Man I was <laughs> gonna say like soul? oh no
4: we specifically wanted that and he's like oh I, I don't know why you didn't call me oh my that's
3: god not- there was didn't a know,
6: Gibson do a movie like that too where he was frozen or was just- this
4: was like a documentary like these, these parents did this in the last few years
6: yeah they're just not really willing to accept reality
3: there was yeah. a this American life
6: hospital bills that's a rich person like solution
3: this family had, like, this cow that they loved. They kept this cow as a pet. This was on This American Life, the documentary version. And then they cloned it, except that this one was mean for some I reason. I saw that. Yeah, to kick the owner in the fucking face. Like, yeah. it, was, it was the craziest thing. Like, you can clone a cow, but you can't make it love you like the last cow did everybody, I guess. Mm. You would think that you could.
5: Only in the metaverse, as they say, you can clone a cow.
2: <laughs> that's, that cow <that's> probably <laughs> you can't was make it. Fuck on. you, like she used to.
3: Yeah, you gotta,
0: you That know. cow probably like, was all on
2: steroids,
0: anyways. Like, yeah.
2: Okay, so the Neuralink thing. Yeah. Best case scenario with that, it like works. Let's say, and but still, there's got there's no way that that like long-term is not just used for the government to like mind control you or just like punish you for not doing exactly what they say. Cause it's like, okay, it works. Now you have a thing in your brain from somewhere else. That's just like a corporation that suddenly yeah. you're like, Oh, why do I have the impulse to buy Doritos all of a sudden? <laughs> it's like they'll fucking send ads directly to your dreams. That, that's,
3: that's horrifying. I,
2: yeah, that's why they put sugar in things already. So they already did it. They already, they already did already it. it. You know what? You're right. I'll get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the best microchips are cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Billionaires are watching Black Mirror for ideas. They're like, yeah, no, but if I did it, it'll be that it'll is be good. the scariest
3: oh. show. Oh, yeah. this spe- uh, would you do the thing where they go to San Juan though, where they like upload their that whatever. That seems cool. Except for, like, but you I have also, to go to the BDSM sex club to feel anything yeah. after a while.
4: I'm not sure if I would. Like, it almost feels like we're we're always teetering between being like, are we going to extend our life but, like, let go of our body? Or are we going to trap ourselves in a new reality that we don't really know if we're going to fucking like? Because maybe after a while you're like, Apparel is a stupid name. This is <laughs> – I don't even like the weather here. And you're just
3: – But, Chanel, what? That soundtrack? That soundtrack?
2: But as a gamer, Slaps. like how big is that map? Because it seems like Sanji DePiro was pretty small. And yeah. it's like I need uh, I need more I need more than that. I I yeah. can't be the reality forever that's like smaller than God. They anymore. got a metaverse. It's only a matter in... of time before
5: you run into your ex No, there wasn't a, the was a guy.
4: There was a guy that kept following around the, this one girl in the episode, and I was like, dang, we're getting heckled. In oh shit, I forgot Life. That's I don't want that
3: Couldn't you jump from like decade to decade though Maybe that yeah, makes it, maybe that expands some things He so can be like, tonight I'm feeling Like the 80s or whatever so
6: Do you feel like Zuckerberg was really Addicted to Sims growing up And he's just like, I'm just gonna make this happen I think that I think they
3: he was, I think he was addicted to
4: listening to people have Friends And, <laughs> uh, Close I, I think,
0: and he would it. like
4: Behind the frosted glass Be like, what is this? <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: What is I think friendship? it boils down to just not being able to enjoy the world around you. Like you got to really, really be like, "There's, it's got to be better than this." How many times There's a got day?
4: wait for them to not even know I'm sweating like this from another place virtually. It's
3: killing me to picture Zuckerberg just looking at people all day long, going "Friend," and then having them be like, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir." That's he why he's wants,
6: sweaty.
1: He just wants to lose a couple <laughs> inches off his big, fat ass he's just like i invented the metaverse to get to create a in-shape version of it i thought when he like
3: testified in front of congress he everybody made fun of this thing he sat in when he testified like he sat in like this raft so he must have gotten like bigger butt cheeks for when he has to Mm. do stuff like that
4: just floating yeah
3: because he knows he's going to be <laughs> testifying. <laughs> there's going to be more. Te- he's going to have to testify about something. So he's like, "If I'm going to do this, let's." But fucking- I'll never
4: forget this panel. He was like in front of a big panel. I don't know, talking to college students, and he had on this like sweaty sweatshirt, and he guys started sweating crazy. And the panel host was like, "Hey, do you want to take that off? You seem like." He's like, "No, no." And then he like ten minutes later was like, "You know what? I actually am going to take it off." And I was like, "What the fuck, man? I I think." just
1: leave
5: it off a, just get the fuck out of here bro. and then he goes friend too much. <laughs> you take your sweatshirt off the
4: human Our suit underneath might come off as yeah, well
1: diaper seat
4: I wanted him to be like no I want to keep this on but can I have some sugar water
1: <laughs>
3: Or are you googling his diaper seat yeah show everybody what this is it's-
1: no it's just it's just his baby yeah he, yeah. he, he took all the pictures of his uh, congress diaper seat off <laughs>
3: <laughs> he had a big.
6: I don't think he'll ever go to prison though, because he has too much access to anyone who tries to put him to prison in their personal right. life. Like she, he can't
1: at all. Yeah. yeah. Oh know. He definitely sat in a. Uh, I mean, that's just a nice. He anticipated being there for a while. <laughs>
3: what will you describe it? I can't
1: remember specifically. It's the thing that all our moms sit on when they drive. A donut. Yeah, it's just a donut. It's like. Nope,
3: uh, nope. That's, oh no, can't <laughs> <Nope>. see that. <laughs> we
6: can't see technology
3: it. On technology it malfunctioned. Okay,
1: last question before a song tournament. Fix that, Zuckerberg. In our Zooms, we should be able to show our screens to our other screens.
3: Yeah, can't show screens to screens. <laughs> In
6: the metaverse, we'd be able to see
3: it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Adam Sandler's getting the Mark Twain Award. I don't know if this is like I don't know who actually cares about this. If this is like a goal anybody has. But I wanted to see who do you think it who's been snubbed? I I can tell you who's 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 had it. Who should win this goddamn award for the best? Kanye. Kanye has <laughs> not won it. Um, who's the guy that played Willy Wonka? Gene
4: Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yeah, I think he deserves it.
1: He's still alive too, right? No, no, no. But he died. He
4: died. Oh.
1: Wilder died. Wait, uh, does do they have to be American? Um, let's see.
3: I can't think of who. Lauren Michaels is Canadian.
6: Oh, well, there you go. I you know Eddie Murphy's won it.
3: Yes, I got a list here. So Richard Pryor, Jonathan Winters, Carl Reiner, Whoopi Goldberg, Bob Newhart, Lily Tomlin, Lorne Michaels, Steve Martin, Neil Simon, Billy Crystal, George Carlin, who's Skylar's father, Bill Cosby, who's Chanel's father, Tina Fey, uh, Will Ferrell, Ellen DeGeneres, Carol Burnett, Jay Leno, R.I.P. Jay Leno. Eddie Murphy. No, he's, he's left. no, he's left.
4: Dang, Mike.
3: <laughs> Bill Murray, David Letterman, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Dave Chappelle, John Stewart, and the Sandman. Those are the, that's who's won it. <laughs> Marty Short. Marty Short. He could win it. Yeah.
4: John Leguizamo.
3: John Leguizamo. The David g- Spade. David Spade.
4: Oh, the black girl on the Howard Stern show. Robin <laughs>
3: Quivers. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Yes. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetle <juice. laughs> I wanted to say Robin Givens, but that was Mike Tyson's wife from Head of the Class.
2: That's pretty funny. What? Mike Tyson.
3: Mike Tyson. <laughs> the Mike Tyson Mysteries.
2: That show is great.
3: We get we named them all. Anybody else? Any other big? No? Okay. Everybody else is Dane Cook. Will farrell's won it.
1: Oh yeah, sorry.
5: Lily Tomlin's already won it. She's but I won it. I would have said her. Yeah. What,
4: did you say Steve Martin? Did he Steve
3: Martin's him? won it.
4: Yeah. How dare he?
3: Yeah, Steve Martin, two thousand
6: five. I just give it to Adele. She probably
3: Adele, <laughs> the worst SNL host I've ever watched.
0: <laughs> oh
2: she, my god, that sketch! Did you watch are. it? Look at all these black men. That was awful. That was really gross. It was just like overtly racist, and I was like, "What is the joke here?" That oh, I didn't people.
4: see that.
2: Oh, it's really bad. They probably scrubbed up the internet
4: out of it. Oh, I'll
3: find it. Jimmy Fallon even walks by in blackface. It's like, it didn't even make yeah. it, it's like awful. <laughs> yeah, Chanel, Christy, Nate, Skylar, and Sammy, there's still more show, believe it or not. But if you want video of this panel, you want to see how the sausage gets made, and you want to see basically every panel since March of 2020, and you're not some sort of freeloading cheapskate. Shots fired. That is on the Patreon. The pipe of the week is Thomas Petri. He became a patron this week. Also, Kevin Velasquez. Shout out to my old friend, Kevin, who bumped up his his Patreon this week. Thank you to all the patrons. You keep the show going. You are all good people. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. B-R-I-D-O. This week, I also recorded episodes of Power Moves with Mike Burns, the Joe Kilgallen podcast, Who Charted, uh, First Things Last, and None Taken. That one was a lot of fun. You can also see me do stand-up every Wednesday at The Fable in Eagle Rock. Mike and Stacey Holmes are making award-winning burgers. And you can also see me every Friday at the Glendale Room for a show called Flagship. If there's one more thing I can plug this week, it is my YouTube which is youtube.com forward slash Mike Bridenstine, because I think I'm putting something out real soon. Okay, we'll get back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors.
0: What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins, and at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no holds bars cage match to see who wins the month, often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners, tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel is a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast.
3: I'm Mike Bridenstine, and I have listened to None Taken. The ad we've been doing for like two years on Brido's show—it's all based on an inside joke on our show, but it's for listeners that haven't listened oh. to our show yet. Yeah. So the joke yeah. is, we always start our show with you know somebody as listened. a guest, and yeah, and I've never listened to None Taken, right. and and they're so, not going to get that. No, they've never got that. What an annoying commercial. <laughs> what a waste of time.
0: Why didn't I think of that? <laughs>
3: Neither of us did. <laughs> and then the whole thing ends with these guys fuck, which was like something I said once at the end of a recording, like spastically, like impulsively. Oh, you're not supposed to I still think that's anymore. funny. All I right. like it
1: when the girl says it.
3: I, I, uh, hi, Victoria. This is the best. This is welcome to Nun Taken. This is what Nun Taken is like. <laughs>
1: Wait, did we just do an ad? Is that here you're telling me? I,
3: I think that's what I'm going to send him, and who knows? I mean, he's played that for the last two years. Why wouldn't he play this? This is more like what our show is.
0: Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck.
3: Thank you, Dustin and Alan. As I said earlier, I did an episode of their podcast last week. That one was a ton of fun, and I highly recommend you check that out. Those guys
1: fuck now here's the
3: thrilling conclusion of chanel christy nate skyler and sam
1: Please song.
3: i want to close by doing song tournament some of you have played song tournament what i do is i take the top eight songs from a specific year and i make them go head to head in tournament decided by the five of you oops that's my alarm for it sorry <coughs> so
0: the year that I, I picked.
3: Bernie Mac on that list. Bernie Mac's not on that list. Would you give to somebody? Give it. Get the flowers. Save the flowers for the living. Sorry.
6: John Oliver, then.
3: What about Chris Rock? Has he won it? Is yeah, Chris, Chris Rock. Chris Rock is the answer. Underrated. Chris Rock, bigger and blacker. One of the best specials of all time. Nobody ever talks about. Okay. the The year I chose was nineteen eighty five. The number eight song of nineteen eighty five. Is Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. I sent you guys this list beforehand because this list is
1: incredible, by the way. This list made me feel so old and also proud of how old I am because this list is straight bangers all the the way down the list. Yeah.
5: I will say that number eight was the only song I had never heard before.
1: Really? Yeah. Money for nothing and you chase yeah, yeah. for free. So I listened.
5: I listened to today uh, for the first time. Verses, not my favorite. Oh, verses, yeah.
3: Verses, "Careless Whisper" by Wham, which has maybe the most famous saxophone riff of all time. Hundred percent careless whisper. Yeah, always. I like to
4: go to a very quiet museum and while somebody's taking in something, just put that on. <laughs> <laughs> and then just run away. Yeah.
3: Guilty feet have got no rhythm.
1: It's Saving f- All My Love for You by Whitney Houston is 23 on this list. Don't
3: worry. Whitney Houston won for How Will I Know in 1986, and I Want to Dance with Somebody in 1987. She's very- The rip- Miami Vice theme song is
1: 27 on this. <laughs> Rhythm is- of the Night by DeBarge is 32 on this. I mean, these this are, is- These are Americans. Get a better top 100.
6: Wait, there's the Neutron Dance by the Pointer Sisters. Haven't heard of that ever.
1: It's on the it's on the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. I'm just burning, doing the new. To, bim, 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 bim. You guys get it. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> Who's? Like, it seems like half of these are just the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. <laughs> There's a lot of Is
1: Axel There's F on there. Dang, dang, yeah. you
2: know, <laughs> ding 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 ding. That was like It's clearly
4: based on that. And I love. I was. I don't know about you guys, but I was singing like a virgin by Madonna when I was six, as if I had had. Eighteen
5: pregnancies already,
6: you know. Really, yeah.
5: Pretty filthy, though. That's how we found out about similes.
3: (laughs) I think that this, um, (laughs) I think that this list of this top eight, I I knew all of them except for the Shaka Khan song, which is coming up. But I like, I didn't realize this was written by Prince. The person who says Shaka Khan is Melly Mel. And mm. the harmonica, and it is Stevie Wonder. We will get to all of this. "Careless Whisper" versus "Money for Nothing." Round one. Who is who wants to make a case for "Money for Nothing"? It seems like Wham is going to take this. Nate Craig, I'll what do you? Money
1: for nothing. Yeah. Bam, bam, na, 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 na. That's fucking. Do you, That's weird, do you know the weird?
3: Do you know the weird Al version? Uh, what does he say? Oh, uh, Be- Beverly Hillbillies. Who says "Careless Whisper"?
4: Yeah, Careless
6: Whisper.
3: 3. And then who says Dire Straits? Nate, what did Sammy say just for the record?
6: I mean, I'm I'm just as a I feel like I don't I don't I'm going to go over Dire Straits just to make it so when someone else has to decide. All right.
0: All right. Oh.
1: Center Square for the Win Brian. Careless but... Whisper
3: moves on to 3 to 2. Okay, for All the right. 4 versus 5. I want to know what love is by Foreigner. Is everybody familiar with this song? I want to yeah. know where love is. Versus. I want you to show me. <laughs> Versus. Yeah. I feel for you, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, dude. No. Nope. feel
6: like there's other Shaka songs that are way
1: better.
3: Through the Fire. May
5: I ask a clarifying question? Yes. Is this... Uh, What's a better song or what the the iconic got it? Okay,
3: so I did what the thing I forgot to tell you is your the way that you choose is up to you, however the fuck you want. So, in one moment, you might be like, "Eh, You you can change. I'm not asking for consistency, I'm asking for witty banter. Let's go. So, (laughs) uh, I want to know
6: what love is. I feel
5: like I've heard a gazillion times in my life, so I'm going for that one. Yeah, yeah. I also think people do want to know the answer to that question. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> Yeah.
4: And it's a really fun song to sing when you're drunk because there's barely any alliteration in it. So you can just make sound <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It sounds like you're hitting it.
2: Yeah. yeah. We love yeah. To see like, If
5: songs. I can slur my way through the song, that's a plus for sure. For sure. Yeah. Right.
2: I will say though, be- for that reason, um, this this song doesn't have quite that effect, but then uh, anytime I'm somewhere where a song comes on and all the white people start singing it at the same time, I think of that song as a bad song. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Sweet Caroline. Uh, Sweet Caroline. Any journey. You hate, journey, you must hate uh, Oasis. Words, uh, I absolutely, absolutely do. So since this slightly falls into that category, not that much, but a little bit, I'm going to go with the, uh, I feel for you by shot. Fair
3: enough. Fair enough. So it's two to, Sammy, what are you saying on this one?
2: I'm gonna go with foreigner because I'm a
6: white person that drinks and sings this song at a bar.
3: Nate, Craig, what are you saying?
6: That's a
2: microaggression, and it's not okay.
6: <laughs> I don't know. I can't rap.
3: So. <laughs> Nate, what are you saying? What do you? Or Nate's playing it. I don't know. We can't hear it. Do you wonder right there. Oh, so it's too. You
4: can try to use other technology to put us
3: on noise. That, that phone account. is that phone is getting crossed out of this one. So foreigner moves on to the next round. What? It's got only got three to two. Yeah, right.
6: I feel for you on that
3: one. <laughs> okay, I don't know if there's a whiter song than the number three song, "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go," by Wham, who we've already seen with "Careless Whisper." So yeah, it
4: seems like Wham was really killing it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wham was crushing 1985.
6: George Michael.
3: Yeah, George Michael. Uh,
6: Short shorts.
3: Yes. This was straight George Michael, and then <laughs> versus the number six song of 1985, "Out of Touch" by Hall & Oates. That's I'm tough. Out of my head when you're not around. That one.
4: Yeah, I oh. love Hall & Oates because I think they use like black hair care products, and you can hear it in the music. <laughs> you can hear the,
2: the soul juice. glow. <laughs> well, also we hear heard. Juice. If you heard of a guy named Daryl Hall and John Oates, you'd be like, oh, black dude. i am like, oh, no, the Oates boys, yes. Yeah. So I'm going with that one. Also, I think Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go is a
3: fucking awful song. Jitterbug.
4: It it feels like you're celebrating, like, doing cocaine when you listen Mm -hmm. to that song. It's like, you shouldn't celebrate that. You're you're fucked up.
1: (laughs) I can't really pull this uh, Hall and Oates song in my head. I do not remember it, but I'm voting for it for the same reason that uh, Skylar just expressed are
3: we getting uh okay so uh christy what are you saying
5: i agree i I love hollow notes i also don't want to wake anyone up who says go go Uh, i hope they die in their sleep and i'm gonna die on that hill
3: you hope they die die so i would
5: poison a
4: person if they were like hey wake me up before you go go i'm like you're never waking up
2: to write the lyric being don't leave me hanging like a yo-yo it's like grow up grow up what
4: the, f- the whole song is him being like, you know, I watch you when you
6: sleep, and it's crazy. It's a crazy vibe. Yeah, but Sting, Sting had the same stalker song about his ex-wife. Yeah, and everybody
5: was a problem with that.
3: Yeah, wait, wait, yeah. that one's. Well, maybe
5: if it slapped, we'd all be stalking too, but it doesn't.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Sammy, which one are you saying?
6: I'll just do, to be the contrarian, I'll just do Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. So? Only because it's so bad, it's good.
3: All right. <laughs> Hollow Notes moves on to the next round. So, we have okay. the number two versus seven, Like a Virgin by Madonna. Do you know the Weird Al Virgin? Like a Surgeon. Thank you. Versus, Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears.
5: I don't know that song. I'm going 100% Tears for Fears. Yeah. Tears for Fears.
3: You've heard it.
2: Also Welcome to any-
5: your
6: life.
3: That yeah. One. yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Oh.
1: There's no turning back.
6: I like
4: that one. I Everybody imagine that's a so. Everybody
1: wants to rule the world. Pretty fun yeah. guitar solo there. Classic yeah. guitar solo.
6: I know yeah. I've heard it, but I can't listen. Yeah, it's not popping up on my head. Even though you guys did great renditions of it, um thank you maybe
3: you've heard I their really other
6: song like i was back into it i know i like tears for fears
1: they also did Very shout it
6: some sin in it yeah. you know you can't go wrong with sin
1: they said maybe shout. if marcus Cheru wrote any of these songs you'd recognize
6: Oh <laughs> marcus charu <laughs> marcus Chiru.
3: who's
1: marcus you know? Cheru?
6: Okay, i get it i'm being pretentious today
1: oh albert Camus.
6: has to make me do it <laughs> oh you know Mark. Is, you're, you know, not, you're, not
1: pre, you're not pretentious because you don't recognize a Hall Oats song.
6: <laughs> it's not. We're talking about <laughs> Tears for Fears.
1: Right. They're the same to me.
3: Albert Camus said, shout, shout, let it all out. These are the things I can do without. Come on. I'm Come on. talking Camus,
2: to you. Camus. I'm talking Camus.
1: to you. Camus. Marcus <laughs>
2: That's like when uh, Hegel said, like a virgin, punch for the very first time. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Part of the Hegelian dialectic.
1: (laughs) Chuck (laughs) Hegel? The man (laughs) who broke the sound barrier? That's Chuck Yeager. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so who's saying Madonna? Mm, It's tough to go away from Madonna, but...
6: Is that when she had the pointy boobs and the whole thing? Oh, I think that's
3: Vogue. I think that this is pre-pointy.
6: Okay. Yeah. Well, I, like I am still going for, I think she's years.
3: still wearing like lingerie on the outside of a white t-shirt.
6: Mm, like a jean jacket. Yeah. You know, she was doing like the, she was doing Marilyn roll in the pink dress. Right. In that one that's that Papa don't preach.
3: Wait, that one is.
6: Papa don't preach. Wait, <sighs> that's offer oh, a... right?
3: material girl. That's material girl. Okay. Isn't this also on material girl? But I'm saying that's the video that she's talking about, right? It's like yeah, this is her whole like uh, punky. But well, this isn't like
1: Lucky Star, Madonna. It isn't. Maybe it, maybe it is. Like, I thought Like a Virgin was like Ground Zero, Madonna. I'm oh, sure I there's thought, a whole. Well, out-
3: Lucky Star yeah. was when she. I don't know. This I'm not a Madonna expert. We need to who.
1: There you are. you know right. that Madonna are right. Off.
3: right this is the second album she's no longer a virgin she's like a virgin but she's no longer a virgin akin
2: to a
0: virgin she's
3: akin to a virgin
0: yeah
2: it
5: is the lingerie with the 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 white lace i stand okay
3: oh i was right yes yeah
5: Yeah, you were correct and then the vogue is the pointy uh bra
1: yes mike get to starship
3: (laughs) which starship song do you want on there
1: we built this city. That's on been on that's head. been on one of these lists
3: and people were like fuck
1: that song. Even though Kim Dude, Cattrall's in the video. That is a that is a that is the song that the most white people know. We built this city. <laughs> bam, 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 oh, bam, bam. What city are
6: they talking about though?
1: This one. This
6: <laughs> Paris, Paris <laughs> Brandon.
3: <laughs> Who says tears for fears? Oh, Tears for Fears for sure. Clean sweep for Tears for Fears. Yes. Wow, Madonna, suck a yeah. dick. Well, yeah.
6: We well, she Madonna. can't because she's a virgin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> eh, that's up for debate. I think depending on what religion. Like you're a
6: trying. virgin, a virgin wouldn't
3: know how to do. Okay, that's true. So go date Jose Canseco in the future, bitch. So we're gonna go with the one versus four. Careless Whisper by Wham. Who's still. Holding Strong with a straight George Michael. This is pre-faith George Michael. Straight George Michael. Pre-5 O'Clock Shadow George Michael with the greatest (laughs) saxophone hook of all time versus I Wanna Know What Love Is by Foreigner. Who wants to make an argument for Careless Whisper you guys hated on Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go? I mean, the 80s
6: were so cheesy, so it's like... You gotta look go for the cheesiest thing possible. You've Gotta
5: be true to the the era.
3: You wanted to be like, what's yeah. more, nineteen eighty five? Yeah,
1: what's more, cheese?
5: Yeah, careless whisper for sure. Yeah,
4: and that's just such a fun phrase, careless whisper. Yeah. I don't even care where these whispering sounds go. I, I I'm careless. I'm not care more. Where am I? Yeah.
3: Where but if where you're am so. My- can I play devil's advocate and say, if you so if you don't care, why you got to whisper it? Yeah, why you got to whisper? Why you got to whisper Maybe it?
4: you've never experienced the careless whisper before, and I hope you do. Because, man.
2: Yeah. yeah. I also like the name because it sounds like a Naruto move that, like, mm-hmm. kills you or something. Like, some sort of secret ah. like, martial arts type thing. Like, mm-hmm. this is the style of the careless whisper, and then, like, you cut somebody's head off.
3: It's a Krav so, Maga even- finisher.
4: Yeah. It's also a song that just goes from zero
0: to 60. Mm -hmm. Ah! It goes wham!
4: (laughs) It just accelerates, and then we're gone.
3: (laughs) I did not expect Chanel to do the saxophone so well, but she does.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I like that he takes us through the entire evening, too, like in the song, and he tells us all the backs. He, like, overshares, like, oh, man, tonight... The music seems so loud. I wish that we could lose this crowd. Uh, I'm feeling bad about cheating on you. Like, he's... that sounds like a careful whisper, but I, I, I appreciate <laughs> that he. You know,
6: he had to be careful because he was pretending to be straight. and It was really to <laughs> love I mean, Foreshadowing.
3: Sammy's on to something. Michael Douglas played Liberace, a gay man. Then right after that, he's like, I ate so much pussy. I have cancer. <laughs> so he had to like overcompensate. For playing it, so I think that there's something to this generation and not wanting to admit it.
4: Just
3: closeted whispers. Closeted whisper. Right. Yeah. So, who's anybody going foreigner? Just out of curiosity. So.
6: Cheers or fears?
3: Right? No, it's uh, I want to know what love is versus careless whisper. Wham. Wham. Wham versus foreigner. Wham. Wham. Okay, Wham moves on to the finals. All right, the number six versus seven. Out of Touch by Hollow Notes. Not everybody knew this song the last time. I'm out of my head when I'm not around. You're out of. That's how that one goes. And then. Uh, oh, you're out of touch. Yeah. You're out of touch. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Versus. Just
2: like anybody who knows this song, <laughs> out of
0: touch. <laughs>
3: if Thank you me. know the song, you're out of touch. Versus. <laughs> Everybody wants to rule the world. Tears for yeah, Fears. I'm
2: tears for Fears again. I yeah. I'm pro Tears for Fears. Pro yeah. Tears
3: for
6: Fears. I just think Daryl Hall and John Oates have like a gazillion hits that are all bangers. So they are in touch. So I'm
3: for them. You're going Hall and Oates. Mm-hmm. In the What's know. More 1985 competition, I don't know what's more 1985, Hall and Oates or Tears for Fears. I still think tears they're the for, same. Group. I think Tears
5: for Fears is.
3: I work. still think
1: they're the same group. They're the same.
5: <laughs>
3: prove to me Hall notes are not tears for fears.
5: Never seen them in the same room together, so.
1: I'm serious. They're both I also, duos, I right? also think Mamma Mia and My Big Fat Greek Wedding are the same movie. Pro- prove to me <laughs> they're
3: That's not. True. That's just accurate.
1: That's accurate.
3: Who says Hall and his partner Oates? I do. Two. They're still
6: still playing together, too, so... Yeah.
3: Are Tears for Fears no longer together?
2: They're probably crying, because they're very scared. I assume everybody from this era is dead.
3: (laughs) George (laughs) Michaels certainly is dead. Yeah. Who says Tears for Fears? Everybody wants to rule the world. Me. Three. Okay. Tears for Fears is in the finals. The finals for 1985. Careless Whisper Bridge. Careless Whisper by Wham versus Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Tears for Fears. Christy Bona, you are, out of all of us, the most uh, – you've been paid to argue things. Pick a side and tell us what to pick.
5: <laughs> okay, Careless oh, Whisper. Okay, here's the thing. The Wham song has crossed the line into parody.
3: Oh. For now, yeah, it, mm. like
5: it's the... just you, everyone's seen like sexy sax man, yeah. You know, just <laughs> like you said, Chanel. And Chanel, do it. No. <laughs> 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 it's the most iconic saxophone lick of all time. Yeah. And I think that if you said, "All right, saxophone," that would be the first thing that anyone—nobody's humming uh, John Coltrane. I love John Coltrane, but that's not the first thing that comes to mind. One player, and uh,
6: is he the most famous
3: saxophone player, or is Lisa Simpson? There was
5: a
6: known sax (laughs) player for this era, and he was super jacked. G.
3: E. Smith, G. E. Smith, and the Saturday Night Live band. Right, right,
5: Lisa Simpson is more popular. Lisa Simpson, than John probably. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Bleeding right Gums you, Murphy. Bleeding Gums Murphy. Third.
1: Yeah. What were we saying? So, Nate? I'm just saying you went for cheese. All these were cheese-based selections. I went for the top
3: eight songs of the year, like I always do. This is America. Went for cheese.
1: Yes. Okay.
5: Is in, years, election and year. in 1985, I you don't know, think Billboard was like, this is cheese. Billboard was like, this is the top, this is the creme de la creme. They, so it's only cheesy in hindsight.
3: They did different drugs back then. They did, <laughs> oh. I mean, they were on crack. This is the crack epidemic talking to you. All
1: right, let's vote so I can go listen to a part time lover.
3: <laughs> <laughs> part time lover, is that on the list? Yeah. These were so. If I was good in church, my sister got to pick out a Little Fisher Price record, and like all of these songs are Mike was little Mike was good in church songs that we had like on a little sing, like record singles. All of these songs are bangers. Who says "Careless Whisper" by Wham? Me too. Wow! You
5: mean, it, was, it
6: was such a cheesy era. Like you had to like represent that. Yeah. That's why I was number one.
1: And, but every everybody wants uh, to rule so the world. I can't just go to Pierce cheese.
6: or Pierce. System, right?
3: It is number one. Yeah. What you are you saying, it Nate? It defines cheese.
1: No, it's refined cheese. Oh,
5: refined cheese. Okay, okay, it's a Parmigiano it's, Reggiano.
1: Boy, it's it's uh, the essence of cheese. <laughs> it's the Camus. Everybody wants to rule the world. Great point, guys.
2: Exactly. Okay. That's exactly it. I listen to these two songs. Okay. careless whisperer a saxophone riff is a sax riff it doesn't say anything yeah okay sure the saxophone is crying or whatever but like I, i don't i don't whatever everybody wants to rule the world you listen to it it's like yeah to this day you get sad or you get happy you put that song on and you can be like yep yeah it's true First of but all, the most, Skyler, the, most... the
5: saxophone is not crying; it is wailing. Okay. Okay. So, sorry. take
2: so note of that. Bailing.
5: No, how hard it is to
6: blow a reed. It is very difficult. Also, I just like,
4: "Careless Whisper" is giving. I'm riding a bus and it's raining, and I can't control where it's going.
3: Wait, we're gonna we're gonna vote Sammy based <laughs> on the difficulty of instrument. That's fun.
6: <laughs> yeah, so, blowing guitar- a reed and also. Pouring your heart out at the same time, very difficult emotion. While thrusting your hips.
3: While claiming yeah. you're never going to dance again because you're... Try gonna... ruling the world, guys. Okay? <laughs> you think blowing a reed is hard.
4: Imagine playing music and being like, the music's so loud at the same time.
6: Mm.
4: And you just say <laughs> that.
6: A... That's everywhere you go, especially this club song. This was like, you go, you go on your high, you got to have your nice mellow. This drifts you off.
1: <laughs> The DJ, go? the DJ who's not sure if the music's too loud. <laughs> Can you guys, is this too much?
4: Is the, is the music too loud
6: tonight? And
3: they're like,
6: yeah!
1: are like, yeah? Do you think the neighbors are upset? That's like why
6: you have to whisper.
1: Wave your hands in the air if you want me to turn this down just a little bit.
3: Are the lasers too much? Put your hands up.
5: <laughs> That's why the whispering is careless It's because it's already too loud See I it's
3: hate to... it I <laughs> hate I the, the name of this song it. Careless Whisper Like come on just say it You don't care <laughs> Anyway who right. says Tears for Fears Full volume filth That's what Mike <laughs> wanted the, the title of the song to be Yeah. Wait so two Who hasn't voted yet So Christy says Wham Sammy <laughs> says Wham Nate Craig says
1: Everybody wants to rule the world.
3: The winner for 1985 is Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. I don't
5: remember that at all. This is the worst thing. That's nothing ever iconic happened to me. about it.
2: That's not true. That's not true at all. It's not true at all. You hear a cover of it. You hear a fucking cover. They do a sad cover just on the piano. It's a lady singing. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, so you
6: have to have a cover to make it recognizable and be cool. No, no,
2: no. That's how recognizable it is. There's a million covers. You can't cover Careless Whisper. It's another saxophone.
5: <laughs> right, because it's
2: <laughs> so <point>.
5: It's inimitable. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> can't cover it.
3: Alright. Who has plugs? Chrissy? where do you want people to find you?
5: Uh, I'm on Instagram.
0: <laughs> Hell At yeah. At
5: A-U-T-O-B-A-H-N-A, A-U-T-O-B-A-H-N-A and uh that's all it'll be for now oh skylar just buried his face in his hands <laughs>
3: well, uh chanel where, yeah, do you want, where do you want to be able like to, find to find
4: you oh man you can follow me at chanel ali on instagram that's chanel like the perfume ali like muhammad and i'm going to san francisco for sketch fest in february i got shows in montana in january and then i think i'm gonna do some more shows in
2: denver in the spring
3: wonderful skylar where do you want to be able to find you
2: Yes, yeah, at Skyler Higley on Instagram, Skylar underscore Higley on Twitter, and you know, I'm I'm around and I'm doing stuff and listen to my album on Spotify. Are you back
3: on Twitter? Is that right? Or do you have a different yeah, thing? Back
2: like, on, Spotify? I'm, I'm on Spotify? Yeah, and I'm back on Spotify too.
3: Congrats. <laughs> Sammy, where do you want people to find you?
2: Um,
6: I'm on Instagram at ola sam sam looks like ho la sam sam did not plan that so we're going to be changing that in 2023 <laughs> and uh i'll be in sketch fest end of uh, january but until then i'm doing this
1: hell yeah and sketch fest is about to be very fun this year <laughs> nate craig where are you gonna be uh i got a lot of dates coming up Brea, Improv, Wisconsin, uh, New Year's Eve, uh, Des Moines, Funny Bone, NateCraig.com. All my tour dates are there. Are you playing any more stadiums? N- no, not this year, no. Okay. All right, this will be
3: out Friday. Thank you guys very much. And uh, every all of you, uh, listen to the sax riff on that and just and compare it with Chanel's. I think that you'll find that they are the same. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: All right, bye, everybody got Yeah, that's Chanel, Christy, Nate, Skylar, and Sammy. Thank you for listening. Buy my fucking album. I desperately need money. RIP Michael Clark Duncan. Love you.